and welcome to episode 69 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Sharla. <laughs> and I'm Heather. And welcome to part two of our listener Q&A series. So this is a continuation of what we did last week, and we have a bunch more questions as well. So we are going to try to get to all of them. We're going to power through. <laughs> I believe in us. Well, we kind of have a lot of news too. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then we are going to do the Patreon extra um, and very exciting news. We have reached our first goal of $300 a month on Patreon. Thanks to a couple of new subscribers this week. So that's my happy dance. I got nothing else. Um, super exciting so we're going to set a new goal and of course we need to keep fundraising because the only way this thing grows unfortunately is with financial support so thank you so much to all of you who are supporting us so this week's patreon extra for those of you who are subscribing is going to be our favorite super bowl commercials so we're going to be talking about it and some of them you can probably already guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we have opinions yeah. well we have opinions one of us does not Charlie watched the Super Bowl and hasn't seen any of the commercials. So out of it. She's sitting in a corner and like you. Um <laughs> I'm not not even sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. So let's get to the news. All right. I'm gonna start with the one that is really the most exciting to me. And it's only kind of peripherally Disney news, but the Hamilton yeah, movie. It, <laughs> the Hamilton movie comes out in October of 2021, which is way too far in advance for something that was already filmed like yeah i don't understand why it's ago. taking so long. i don't understand why it's taking so long but anyway the reason it is disney news it is is it's a disney release so there was a huge bidding war for this and disney won by paying 75 million dollars <laughs> um okay. we should we should totally go on a cruise and watch it oh. in the walt disney theater that's what we should do that is happening. Yeah. That is happening. And maybe we'll make it like a big Disney Park Princess cruise. Like maybe yeah. first, everybody like, comes. Everybody comes. Everybody sure. come. That's happening in Pudding. Two hundredth episode. Two hundredth episode and Yeah. Is that when it'll be bit. our two hundredth nah, episode? It'll be no. a little bit later than that. It doesn't like, matter. It's fun. That's Close enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, if Disney lets me celebrate my birthday in July, then it's fine. Two hundred. Anything's possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. That's fantastic. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, okay. So that's the first piece of news. Uh, all right. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Space 220 because Charlotte and I were hoping that we might get to eat there during our trip because originally they had said that it was going to be opening on 220. Nope. <laughs> this restaurant is never going to open people they're they're just like dragging this out to joke with us i'm not even sure there's a restaurant like it might just be <laughs> like could you imagine if they it wasn't even a restaurant that they were building there if it was like a new attraction instead and the restaurant was just a smoke screen for the whole thing and they're just gonna be like ta-da it's yeah. a new that would be epic actually <laughs> that would be really the only acceptable excuse for why this restaurant is it's still not opening not open yeah, yeah. I, there's got to be something like massive happening behind the scenes because yeah. I mean, like the chef up and quit all of like, how hard is it to open a restaurant people? So I don't know. I'm, and I'm curious about this particular one because they've opened so many restaurants. Yeah. In it's not like they've never done this before. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm curious about this particular one, yeah. but Hey, if, if it opens five days later, then maybe we'll try to go. If not, yeah, the current the current rumors are not until the end of March. Oh so, wow! Yeah, wow. I'm assuming it has something to do with like whatever the video technology is to make it look yeah. like you're in outer space, and it's just not working the way that they imagined it was, and that's probably what's going on. That's okay, but I don't know why the chef quit, but yeah, <laughs> maybe they okay, just but, um, but Space Mountain looks like you're in outer space, and that's a really old technology <laughs> so i don't know you don't know uh however speaking of restaurants regal eagle will be opening on february 9th so so everyone's gonna go try barbecue and report back do i have to no but i don't okay. want to have to so i All figured right, i'd yeah. make you go instead but there should be there should be a plant-based option so we can try that yeah and there has to be sides right i mean half yeah. of 
the whole barbecue experience is like the really good sides I'm here for the sides like yeah I think the only thing I really enjoy oh my gosh though guys I had a rib I had a rib a rib a rib half (laughs) of a rib at my Super Bowl party uh on Sunday you were texting us about okay yeah Uh uh-huh no I still don't love it (laughs) that's okay that's all right I still don't love it You're, you're allowed you're allowed uh all right so next up is all right heather have you heard about this have you heard about the soren news no that's why when you said there's a lot of news and i said this is why i'm just going through it and not asking you guys to talk about it because i know i understand i don't pay attention to disney i don't know where i've i feel like i was in a bubble the last week i have no idea any of this you're talking about wait season we'll do that to the best of us yeah uh (laughs) Soarin' Over California is coming back for the duration of the Food and Wine Festival. Yes! <laughs> you have no idea how happy that is. This is so exciting. Keep going. Keep going. That's all I have for you. That's all. What else do you want? It's coming back. For the back. duration of the Food and Wine Festival? That's great because I just booked my room for the Food and Wine Festival. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. But please pause this recording of the podcast while I text Justin and tell him the good news. <laughs> Well, if you like that, I think you're going to be pretty excited, or at least I know I'm excited about the next piece of news, which is that also returning is Muppets Present Great Moments in History. It is coming back for President's Day weekend. So, uh, I mean, I feel like that's appropriate. Right? Very appropriate. Yeah. So, and I'm hoping that maybe it'll extend a little bit past President's Day weekend so maybe you can see it again. Yeah, yeah. I love that show. It's so good. It's so good. So good. Oh, so good. Um, All right. So back over to California for more news that Heather probably is not aware of, but won't care about either. Um, The Spider-Man animatronics. Okay. All right. Go for it. Okay. So has everybody been watching the um, the Imagineering story on Disney Plus? No. No. Oh, not yet. All right. Well, go watch it. On my it's, list. it's fantastic it's amazing but the last episode they started um showing over in glendale this like weird um like audio animatronic and me and justin are sitting there watching it watching it, and i go oh that's spider-man that's spider-man because they were showing like just like this thing like you know like parts but with no skin on it and mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden like a like week two weeks later that's when they did the announcement and i'm like i knew it it is amazing and i cannot wait for it to come i don't even care about spider-man it just looks incredible it looks incredible although i am first of all i'm fascinated by the technology that's going to allow this thing to fly around um i'm also just picturing sort of the worst case scenario in my head when something goes wrong he's just gonna (laughs) spider-man's dead oh no like some poor little kid is like oh yeah That's why they're testing it at night, like right, well, not exactly. before, like a year before this Avengers thing opens. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel like there's more room for error with an animatronic here than there would be with a person, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But it it looks really cool. It's go watch the Imagineering story. Yeah, just seeing them like program it and test it, like. That video that they released and you saw on YouTube is yeah. nothing compared to like okay. what they show you on the Imagineering story. All right. Uh, the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway sign is up. The little marquee on the top of the Chinese theater has been unveiled. Starla and I are hoping, That's hoping for a soft opening. We're hoping, yeah, it's supposed to open, I think, March 5th. We're going to be there February 25th through the 28th. So fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, Port Orleans, Riverside. Did you guys see about this? Had a massive power outage the other day. Like the whole resort. (laughs) Uh, Unclear. Unclear. It didn't. It didn't last very long. Maybe a couple hours. But hours, I think. But um, shut down everything. The food food court was shut down. You know. true disney fashion i think they handled it pretty well you know guests who were coming to the food court to refill their soda machines were given um you know bottled sodas instead as an alternative and so um i think disney did the absolute best they could under the circumstances and i have no idea what happened but i think it's a good lesson on things happen like power outages happen like it's disney is not this sort of bubble 
yeah, they can't nothing make ever it not wrong. rain on your vacation. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, bad weather happens and, and technology fails and, you know, these things occur. Um, hopefully they're not long lasting and hopefully they don't have a significant impact on your vacation, but they're doing the best they can. And this is just a friendly little reminder to not blame the cast member who happens to be standing in front of you because I guarantee you it wasn't their fault. So It's interesting, though, too, because, you know, I don't the, the resorts have like the big backup generators. What happened? Those went out, too. So they did have some things that were powered by generators. But of course, they need to sort of conserve. Um, yeah. You know, you just you have to prioritize. And depending on how long they were anticipating the power to be out, you don't want to go through a whole ton of, you know, oil-based, yeah, gas-based yeah. generators to, yeah, for something that's probably going to be fixed pretty quickly would be my guess. But what do I know? Uh, all right. And last but not least, and we will be taking advantage of these, FYI, uh, the PhotoPass 15th anniversary is this year. And oh. PhotoPass is celebrating with limited time photo opportunities at Walt Disney World. So there are some really cute photo ops um, and I'm really excited to try them. So, and this is basically just my plug for Memory Maker because I'm obsessed with it and I love it. And I think it is one of the best things that Disney has done in a very long time. And it is a thousand percent worth the $169 that you pay for it if you purchase it in advance. So. Yeah. I will tell you some of my favorite pictures are of the times that I've had Copley at like Epcot or wherever. And I have pictures of him like in China posing with uh, Mushu, you know, like with yeah. the magic yeah. shots. Like I love the memory maker because yeah. sometimes you don't get the greatest pictures. Sometimes you get like the most fantastic things yeah. ever. I think. Well, Charlotte yeah. has a blog post this week that has like a classic. Yeah. Well, like when the, when the memory maker first came out, um, I wasn't that impressed with it. You know, because I was like, that's a lot of money for what you get. But, like, over the years, they've been increasing mm -hmm. the different mm -hmm. things that you can mm -hmm. do. And I'm, I, I, it's 100% worth it, I think. Yeah. Um, but just for the magic shots. Yeah, I was going to say. Just for the magic shots. The magic shot uh, we did in the Magic Kingdom when we were there in September was, it's incredible. It's so fun. And there's, the, there's like one. The 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 yeah. There's one over in Galaxy's Edge too, which I want to try and find. Um, and I feel like a lot of people just don't know about these yeah. these things, and I, it's and really you can ask for them too. Like you can yeah. go up to any PhotoPass photographer and say, "Hey, do you have a magic shot?" Because they don't so all have the same ones. It's any PhotoPass photographer that is not using a tripod. So if it is a fixed camera, then they don't have magic shots. But if it, if if it's a freestanding, you know, just a somebody cast member who's actually holding the camera. They have at least one magic shot. So don't let them yeah. tell you they don't. <laughs> All right. So that does it for the news. We're going to be moving on to our listener Q&A section. And we have a ton of listener questions. So try to get to all of them. You guys ask good questions. You do. You ask really good questions. All right. So first up, uh, we have Derry who wrote in and asked, Paulo brunch solo, yay or nay? I've reserved it, but I'm a bit unsure. If yay, should I bring a book? I feel confident about Walt Disney World solo, but I've never cruised before and I'm solo parenting on the magic this spring. Thank you. All right. One, two, three. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> yay. That's a yay. That is a hardcore, no I questions asked yay. I will say I understand her hesitation because I don't like to go out and eat by myself alone either. Like I'm very uncomfortable with it and I'm trying to get better. Um, so I understand why her hesitation, but oh my gosh, if it's a choice between not going to Palo or sitting by yourself, go to Palo. It's worth it. A thousand percent. I mean, you'll see, especially at brunch, the waiters are going to sit and chat with you the whole time. You're going to have a whole new bunch of friends by the time you leave. Yeah. Yeah. I would and, agree with and, that. Yeah, and bring. I mean, it's not going to hurt to bring a book. You may not. You may not use it. You probably won't. But that way, you're. If you feel a little bit unsure of yourself, you just can open your book, and then you're. You know, you're all set. So I yeah. would just be staring out at that water the entire time, like just yeah. staring out. Like you don't need a book. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, you know, try everything, especially if you're eating alone. There's judging if you try everything. The <laughs> chicken farm, the pancake, yeah. the flatbread with the grapes and the goat cheese. Well, they got rid of that one, but it's... No, you stop. I don't oh, want to hear that. So good. No, they did. Yeah, that's not there anymore. But there are lots of amazing things. And it really, the servers at Apollo are fan fantastic so if you are dining alone don't worry that you're not going to have you know anybody to interact with because the servers are super interactive mm -hmm. anyway and i'm sure if they see that you're dining alone 
they'll be even chatting. more so making recommendations and chatting and, and you know. they're just going to probably wind up bringing you food when you're like no i don't know they're oh, just going to bring stuff to your table because they know better <laughs> yeah. i cannot tell you how many times i have not ordered something and it has just, just showed appeared. up <laughs> you know? and they're always right by the way they're always right i should have <laughs> yeah i remember one time i think like honestly the only time in my life i've ever been seasick i was on the dream and i had Palo brunch reservations that day and I just I couldn't order anything like I think I ordered a pancake like a plain pancake and my server felt so bad for me that she appeared at my side she goes here this is what the crew takes for seasickness I'm not supposed to give this to you but you can't come to Palo and not eat so I took her pill I'm not kidding you it was like the closest you'll ever get to magic 10 minutes later I felt fine and I was like okay so I want the chicken parm I want this I had like 10 <laughs> dishes of food because I hadn't eaten in two days <laughs> they're fantastic those servers yeah. They are great. And also check your navigator because there are events on the navigator for um, solo parents. So there's at least one, I think, on every sailing, but there may be more than one. So, you know, keep keep an eye on the navigator app for, you know, other parents that are traveling by themselves with their kids as well. So, yeah, little tip. All right. Diane says, any tips, tricks, or pointers on a Disney cruise to Alaska? It's on our bucket list, but it's a few years away. Thanks, and I love being able to watch you on YouTube now. It makes so much more fun to see your expression. <laughs> like that one? <laughs> yeah. All right. I haven't been to Alaska on a Disney cruise, so have either of you? Charlotte, um, you have, right? I have cruised to Alaska, not on Disney. Okay. Um, I have sold it a whole bunch, so I know a lot about it. But, yeah. um, okay, here's number one tip is book early as soon as you can you're going to get the best uh get best rates that way but beyond the rate um of whatever it is i i, I always recommend it a balcony at least an ocean view if mm-hmm. you can't do a balcony um not an inside room to alaska because you you just want to be able to be on deck or be in your balcony and see everything um there's just a random whale spotting or um We've seen all sorts of animals and, and stuff like that, especially when they cruise in the fjords and the glaciers. Um, you, it's usually early in the morning, so you at least want to look out the out your window instead of just um, being in your room. So uh, we we watched a lot of the glacier stuff in our in our balcony, and what they do is they go in. And usually they they just turn the ship really really slowly, so everybody on you know each side Both it doesn't sides really matter. Yeah. 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 Um, now, what, what do you feel like, like, I know a lot of people either they want the inside or if they're begrudging, like, oh, it's just so much more money, but fine. The lowest priced ocean view. Should you be higher up on deck, like on higher floors because of the glaciers and all that, or is still down closer to the water? Okay. I, I think either one is fine. Um, I don't think it matters because the glaciers are so big <laughs> that you're just gonna yeah uh, see that. I would really suggest, um, if you don't have a balcony going up on deck to see it instead of like just looking through a porthole window, um, because I know it's cold, but it's beautiful. Um, Pack binoculars. Then, yeah. On some Pack cruise binoculars. lines, I don't believe that Disney does, but on some cruise lines, they do provide binoculars for things like that. But um, yeah, I would definitely bring some. And then as far as like excursions go and things like that, um, there's, tons of them and there's other companies besides the disney cruise line that offer them so like check shore trips and other companies so you can get the maximum uh time there and also consider doing a land portion um disney doesn't really do one-way cruises but consider maybe like flying to fairbanks or something like that as part of your like vancouver trip or something like that Mm -hmm. so yep good tips All right. Excellent. Uh, All right. Moving on. Brittany sent in a lot of questions. (laughs) Uh, So she says, I have several questions. Don't feel as though you have to answer each question in this podcast. We're going to take you seriously, Brittany, because I don't know if we're going to have to. And a lot of these actually have blog posts um, that can answer these questions. So for example, the ones that have blog posts are, when is your favorite time of year to go to Walt Disney World? There's an entire blog post about this on our website. So, um, DisneyParkPrincess.com, um, which fast passes do you tend to choose in each park? Entire blog post, search for fast pass. It'll come right up. Um, favorite quick service locations. There's an entire blog post about our top five favorite quick service locations. Um, 
snacks. I did a bunch of blog posts. Snacks. snacks. She did one. Yep. Super, best shopping souvenir shop. On it's on the website. Um, so let's talk about the ones that she did that we don't specifically have a blog post to answer. So number one, what is your favorite character meal in each park? Well, we started last week or two weeks ago uh, talking about our favorite in Animal Kingdom, which is Tusker, Tusker House. House. I think that's yep. like all of our favorites. So. Yep. Hands. Well, it will be Charlotte's when we eat there in a few weeks. She yeah. Been- and then she's going to go, why did I wait so long? That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, my favorite character meal in Magic Kingdom. Um, I love breakfast, specifically breakfast at Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. I really just want puffed French toast. Yeah. Um, what about, I mean, there's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that's the only one. Yep. Yeah. I haven't haven't eaten there. I can't even tell you in how long. Like, I think Minnie was still there when I ate there. I like Hollywood and Vine. Um, The Disney Junior, if you have little, if you have little ones, the Disney Junior breakfast and lunch is is super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then what are we missing? Oh, Epcot. Epcot. Garden Grill. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. is a lot of fun there. I, I really like that one. Um, respect, if you're looking for princess, princess meal, Akershus is my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. So yeah. I don't love um, Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, I just, I mean, I just yeah. don't love it. And, you know, I have so many people asking me for um, uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, for yeah, the yeah. character meal. And I'm like, it's not a character meal. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. so that's, I think yeah. a lot of, if it, I think if it was a character meal, holy cow, it would be even more popular. Can you even but, imagine how hard it would get to be a reservation then? Yeah. Yeah. But um, a lot of people think it's Scary. a character meal, not one. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, which fast passes do you recommend getting in each park if you have family members who get motion sickness or do not enjoy thrill rides? You get whatever fast pass you want and they yeah. get whatever fast pass they want. Because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you don't not everybody has to have the same fast passes. You can pick yep. and choose what party has what fast pass. Right. Yep. And if they don't, if they don't want to get the fast pass for something else, then have them get it for the thrill ride. And then somebody can go twice. There you go. <laughs> um, or shows character meet and greets. Those are great things to get fast passes for um, festival, of the lion King, you know, at animal yeah. kingdom is a great one. Finding Nemo. Um, you know, there's lots of great shows and character. There's lots of things that are not um, motion. Yeah, yeah, thrill rides yeah. like the Na- Navi River Journey and Pandora, or yeah, there's lots of things. Yeah. Uh, all right, so moving on. Who are your top five characters to meet and greet? Ooh, that's a that's like a whole podcast. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I don't know. Let's let's skip that, and we'll do that in a couple weeks. Let's each pick one. Yeah. And then we'll do we'll do we'll do another podcast yeah. on more. So all right, Alice if you, in Wonderland. Most of that saying, Bell. I'm always gonna pick Mickey Mouse. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, but I, cries, I, I'm gonna go. Mickey. I'm gonna go further and say Alice and the Mad Hatter in Disneyland specifically because okay. I feel that they have the. I've, I laugh so hard every time I meet them. Like they just go all out, and yeah. they're usually just wandering about, and you stumble upon them. Yep. So that's my favorite. Yeah. The first time we ever really hung out together, Heather, we we walked into Disneyland, and there they were. And you're like, I have to stop. I'm like, I don't care. We'll stop. <laughs> they were they were absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favorite photos, uh, right there in front of the train station of me yeah. with them. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> All right. What attraction could you experience over and over and over again? Uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah. Okay. Soren. Okay. But Splash Mountain is like my number one of all of all of them. Yeah. So Flight, yeah. flights of passage for me. Yeah. That's a good one happily, too. I mean, happily do that over and over. Yeah. Uh, all right. And last but not least, uh, what is your favorite Disney movie, or how did you become a Disney fan? So we actually this this was. Actually, we did a topic, answered, right? Getting yeah, to know us. The, yeah, go back and listen to the Getting to Know You podcast. There is an episode for each one of us, and we actually answer those exact questions. So those are on previous podcasts, which are available also on our website, DisneyPrepPrincess.com slash podcast. Um, but thank you for the question, Brittany. Those are great questions. All right. Up next, Amy asks uh, or says, I love the Q&As. My husband and I are going on our first Disney cruise this year. We understand that they give you envelopes for tips. When do you hand them out at your last dinner or at breakfast the last morning? Thank you. All right. 
wants to handle that one? Um, okay, so you can hand them out either one, uh, din last dinner or breakfast. Um, I usually just leave mine in the stateroom for the stateroom attendant if I don't see them in the hallway. A lot of times I see them in the hallway, and if that's the case, I will hand it hand it to them. Um, for and most of the time, I give it to my servers at dinner the last night because I just don't make it to breakfast right. very often. <laughs> um, <Awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> so when we did the back-to-back -back cruise, they we had early dining, but they moved us to late breakfast, which was fantastic. Um, so we didn't actually give out the envelopes at that time because we were staying on and we had the same servers. But in general, I give it to them on the last night. So Yeah, I typically do it on the last night too, just in case I don't make it to breakfast. I do yeah. typically go to breakfast, but um, yeah. yeah, just in case. But even if you leave them in your stateroom and you write your their name on it, they're gonna, they'll find yeah. it. It's you can also drop them at guest services yeah. on your last morning if you want to, so yeah. Um, I, I do like to hand it to them, especially if I'm giving um, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, because that's in cash and I don't like cash just hand around in the stateroom. But if yeah. if I don't give them more in, in general, then I just um, don't worry about it as much. But typically yeah. they're so good. I give them I give them some more. Yeah. yeah. Stateroom attendants in particular, I find I often am <laughs> doing yeah, extra. They work. I mean, they all work hard, but stateroom attendants. They all work hard, but stateroom yeah. attendants, I feel, really have one of the roughest gigs on the ship. So, uh, all right, next up. Hi ladies. Uh, this is from Therese. I got it. Therese. She even <laughs> put a pronunciation guide for you. Thank you. Therese. There's two, there's two that have pronunciation guides this time, which I really appreciate. I cannot even tell you. Therese. Therese says, hi ladies for the listener Q and A episode. What is a bucket list destination for you? It can be anywhere in the world. Disney or non-Disney, somewhere you haven't been before that is a must-see location for you. Would love to hear your travel wish list. Thanks for all the fun on your podcast and Facebook group, Therese, to help Sarah avoid pronunciation challenges again. <laughs> and then she gets it too, which is great. Thank you. Uh, all right, Heather, you I can see you warming up over there. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I could do a whole podcast on this because I want yeah. to go everywhere. Everywhere in the world is my bucket list. But currently the top of my list is England which I get to do this year and I'm so excited um and then Greece Japan and an African safari okay all right good answer Charlotte well, I mean you? I will say my biggest one was Paris but we all knocked that off together did, a couple yeah. years ago so now everything has to move up yeah <laughs> Charlotte how about you I just want to go everywhere yeah, um everywhere yeah, um, I would I would like to spend some time in some more time in Europe. Um, when I was in Rome, for example, I didn't get to see the Sistine Chapel, and I would really like to see that. Well, um, it's okay if you ask Justin; he will tell you you're not missing anything. It's just okay. I don't believe him. So um, that so says more would, about Justin than it says about the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. I feel, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I would really like to to see um, the the rest of the Disney parks around the world that I have not seen. Um, so that would be China and Hong Kong. And I, I mean, I've been there, but it's on my list to go back to Tokyo. Um, I loved it there so much. And while I'm in Japan, I want to go to Kyoto, which we didn't get to go to last time I was there. Um, any, anywhere in Europe would be, would be fine. I want to um, go back to China too, because I need to hug yeah, Amanda. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but. Yes, it is. It's like three thousand dollars I'm saving up. Okay. Thank you. You can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, when I I've been to Africa, but I didn't go see. It wasn't uh, like Kenya or somewhere where the safaris are. So um, that that would be okay with me too. I'd be yeah. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not nearly as well traveled as these guys are. Um, I haven't been as many places, but so I still haven't been to Italy. So Italy is probably number one. Um, number two is Prague. Just because it's one of those cities, everybody says it is so beautiful and so like untouched. You know, a lot of Europe that had that whole uh, damage around World War II, but Prague was really untouched. And so a lot of the buildings are in there, which I really want to go to Prague. Uh, and then the only place I've been in Asia is Korea. And I would love to go back to Korea to see the southern part of the country that we didn't get to see. And I really want to go to Japan. So those are probably my top ones right now. 
I have a sign. You can't see it because it's over here, um, but it, it's hanging up on my bookshelf and it says, I haven't been everywhere yet, but it's on my it's list. On so. list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those floating around too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So up next is a question from Lauren who says, I'm going on a Halloween on the high seas cruise this year. What are the, we love those. What are the best shows, fun ways to celebrate our fifth anniversary? We'll be staying on the ship in Nassau. Thank you, ladies. I listen religiously. I love your podcast. Oh, I love the Halloween and the High Seas. Yeah. Charlotte, I've done two the last two, two years. Yeah. 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 They're, they're so much fun. Um, oh, and then have- look, when we go to see Hamilton, that'll be a third one. Oh. So- <laughs> <laughs> and we'll probably go this year. Who are we kidding? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, actually, we. And we probably probably will, will now that yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So best shows. Ooh, the shows. Depends on the ship. So yeah. if you're if you're already booked, then I don't. You don't say which ship you're going on. Yeah. But some so some of them are just different. I love the Tangled show on the Magic. Mm-hmm. I love that one. I really love. Yeah, Twice Charm on the Magic. I love Frozen on the Wonder. It's really good. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast on the Dream is great. They, it's kind of like a mixture of the new live action movie and the uh, animated movie. It's really good. Okay. And then there's the classics like um, Golden Mickey's Dreams and, Dreams. and Golden Mickey's and Believe. Yeah. Those are all the classics. Yeah. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they update the shows pretty regularly. Like, even if it's an original show, they'll update some of the scenes, which is really fun. So, even if like, you saw it years ago, it's probably a little different than the last time you saw it. So that's, I really like that they do that. Uh, fun ways to celebrate your fifth anniversary, Apollo, 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 and Apollo yeah. would be a good time. Um, but also a um, couple's experience in one of the villas in the spa. Yes. Would be that's what I was thinking. Fantastic. Those are great. Yeah. Um, you know, wear the button, make sure they know, you know, all of that. And we've just lost Charlotte. She's, She's out. She's gone. She gave up. She didn't like your answer. Yep, that's right. <laughs> what about a cabana on um, Ooh, Serenity yeah. Bay? Right. That a would cabana be nice. would be fantastic. I'm trying to think of some ideas, though, that don't cost as much money because these are all pretty expensive. Uh, well, not Paulo. Paulo's not. I mean, Paulo is an additional expense, but it's completely worth it. Um, cabana would be mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but also, what about just like a cute little plan, like a cute little self photo shoot? Like, yeah get you know get super dressed up you know um take some pictures around the ship make sure you get your pictures with lots of characters and i think that would be a fun way to commemorate it too is just take take lots of pictures of yourselves on the cruise yeah. you know use the, so, use the photo people too like they have the background the backdrops and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. You can mm-hmm. get some good photos that way yeah All right. So up next from Greg. Uh, Hi there. I'm planning my first Walt Disney World trip and I'm staying in the contemporary. I've embraced cashless and I rarely have cash on me during vacation. Is that going to be an issue in regards to tipping at both the contemporary and Walt Disney World? I love the podcast and keep up the good work. Well, Uh, not that it causes issues, but tips do have to be in cash. So, you know, if you're planning on tipping bell services or mouse keeping, you know, just pack a couple of fives or singles with you when yeah. you go. I'm with you. I, I don't, I, I never, never carry cash. cash. Ever. Literally no. never. So no. I, I understand the pain, but like when I'm going yeah. on vacation, I know to go to the ATM and pull out, you know, a little it, bit. It is one of the few times I will have cash on me yeah. <laughs> is when I'm traveling. Yeah. Um, although there are not a ton of people that you will be tipping there are like had already mentioned bell services mousekeeping um if you if you're flying and you're going to be checking your bags at the at the airport and you use the outside um you know the sky caps or whatever that may be another one if there's a shuttle service um at your local airport like if you park off site and use a shuttle service you might tip your driver um magical express it you can tip some people do some people don't um so that would be maybe another one but other than at Walt Disney World, other than mousekeeping, bell services, and potentially Magical Express, yeah. I can't yeah, think of anything else. It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so tipping at restaurants and things, yeah, can bars, lounges. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can use you can use your card or your Magic Band uh, to charge back to the room for that, and that's no problem. So, yeah, good choice. For the first trip. Yeah, there are plenty of ATMs. Like I, I sometimes just forget to get cash, and yeah. I like to to tip you know like especially like mousekeeping and mm-hmm. the bag 
PayPal services. So there are some ATMs around that you can get cash if you if you need it. Yeah, not as many as you would think. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're they're, not, they're, yeah. many, they're fairly well hidden actually. Yeah, you yeah, gotta search them out. <laughs> you gotta you gotta really want it. Um they're right. there. They're there, they're there. Okay, so our next one, this is a this is from uh Mary's, who again pronounced a uh, gave me a pronunciation. Much appreciated. Very like busy. <laughs> exactly. Hello, princesses. Our next Disney trip should be in late June 2021. Yes, you read that right. It's a long time to wait, but it also means a longer time and fun to plan the trip. So, yay! Our party is formed by four or five 17 year old teenagers. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> I have a face. I'm reading along and then just glance up at your face and I'm like. <laughs> Including my youngest daughter, my 12-year-old nephew, my older daughter who will be 19 at the time, and myself, the crazy Disney planning mom. Seven or eight persons total. Mary's. Godspeed. My head <laughs> to you. I have one teenager who lives in my house and... Bless you. Uh, we are heading for lots of fun at the best prices possible. As the bunch of teenagers have to pay for their own trip, we want to keep the cost on the low end, but staying on site, of course. Well done. Uh, for now, we think that two rooms in a value resort remains our best option. Do you think that we could have a reasonable price if we rent DVC points for a villa? And if so, what kind of villa and what resort do you suggest? We know that we can never know what promotions Disney will offer in the future, but I was glad to see that this year's teeny tiny window for free dining has <laughs> been a perfect fit for us. And we're flexible on the dates as well, as long as it's sometime in late June, early July. Um, we're really hoping to be able to grab either free dining or the 20% off on the rooms. If I'm correct, both special offers seem to present pretty similar discounts at the end of the day. Am I right? I wish you a wonderful day as I return to my multiple tab Excel Disney planning file. <laughs> Oh, Charla would be she so was say She's like, Charla. <laughs> yeah. Au revoir. You went to Disneyland Paris, so I assume that you know what this French expression means or use Google Translate it. Je parle français, so we're fine. <laughs> Mary's. Um, and then she followed up by saying, I just listened to last week's podcast and I heard you talk about renting DVC points. I understand that you're not fans. My question is more about the pricing. The sales pitch of renting points is to be able to experience a deluxe resort for the price of a value. But is that really true? No, um, just no. <laughs> it's, if you rent points, yes, it will be cheaper than booking that villa through Disney. But again, it it's not going to be as cheap as a value resort. It yes. just simply is not. It is a deluxe resort. And the people that you're renting points from have paid tens of thousands of dollars to own a contract at these resorts. So while it will be cheaper for you to rent from them than buying from Disney, they're not gonna give it away for free either. They wanna make money so that they can afford to pay for their right. their loan. Right. Um, so maybe maybe moderate pricing or you know wilderness lodge or animal kingdom lodge pricing, but certainly not value resort pricing. Certainly not value resorts, and certainly not value resorts at a discounted price. Yeah, um, and again, just to reiterate what we said last week, if you do go that route of renting points, you are not eligible for any discount whatsoever that comes out, whether your dates fall in line or not, because you are not booked through Disney. You are booked through a third party. So, right. if right. you are hoping for discounts. That's not the way to go. Yeah. I would say two values is, is probably going to be your best bet, keeping your budget in mind. Um, and you're talking about, you know, teenagers in particular, um, especially the, the new room configurations at the value resorts are so clever and the yeah. rooms are so cute. You know, I, I would probably stick with, with that, you know. Yeah. But, but if. Price if, it out both ways. Yeah. Price it out both ways. And then what deluxe resort do we recommend or what villa resort do we recommend? Um, I, I mean, for the price Any point, and all. Yep. I, I would assume, though, the least expensive ones are going to be Old Key West or Saratoga Springs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if the least expensive deluxe villas are going to be Old Key West or Saratoga Springs on a rental scale. Old Key West has the largest. Yeah, they're yeah, bigger they're rooms. So you know? Yeah. So right. it's nice with a ton of people. Yeah. So if you're if you're if, if if budget is the biggest concern, which I can totally understand if you're dealing with teenagers who are trying to pay for their own trips, um, I'd start with Old Key West and go from there. So yeah. And then also um, you know, pay just do a little bit of research because not every villa property has 
uh, villas that will sleep, you know, maybe eight in one or whatever it may be. Yeah, you would probably still be looking at like two studios rather than a, a two bedroom mm-hmm. in order to get it to be anywhere even close to, you know, right. two value rooms. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, good luck, Marie's, and we're going to want more information as this as you yeah. to play over the next couple of years. Keep us posted on how that planning goes with all of those teenagers. I'm curious because I, I, you know, I am impressed that you are even considering it. Bless your heart. Um, all right. So next up is Mora, and this email makes me so happy for so many reasons. Um, Well, princesses, since you asked, I want to know how to best visit Disneyland. I know you've had a blog post and an episode about your visit last year, but I still have questions. What are the must-eat, must-do, must-watch, must-ride for us Disney World folks who want to experience Disneyland? And what can we skip that is similar to Disney World? Do we need to rope drop? Do we make dining reservations in advance? Do we max pass shows or is that just rides? Maybe this is an episode on its own for Heather to overlord on. (laughs) That's where I really started to love this email. But it goes on. I asked because my family is planning a two-day trip mid-March and we want to experience Disneyland-specific items only. Help. Also, don't forget your sunscreen from Mora. <laughs> and that's where Mora really cemented her place in my heart. <laughs> so. Maybe right. that should be... Um, I, like, we've, we just did two blog posts on this. Blog, yeah, it's, um, yeah. But maybe this should be a specific podcast, but just ju- just high level, knowing that we might do this topic again, there is no ride that you can skip just because they have it in Disney World. None. Right. None. I don't care if you've been on Small World 75 times in Orlando. It is still different and the original at Disneyland. Uh, Same goes with Big Thunder Mountain. Space Mountain is a billion and one times better in California than it is in Florida. Um, So don't, no, you cannot. You simply cannot skip them. You can't. You can can skip Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, I was about to say. Splash. I mean, it's really rough. It's it's not that it's rough. They have the water speed up so high. Like it is better in Orlando, but I don't know. I still like it because again, it is different, right? It's first of all, the original, you're seated differently and they have a few different things going on. So I mean, um, I don't know. Like I would say, okay, well go ahead and skip the haunted mansion because it's better in Orlando. But then at the same time, this is the original. Do you really want to come to Disneyland and not ride the haunted mansion? I don't know. Yeah, no, I would agree that even the attractions that are, quote unquote, the same, they're not the same. No. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very, very different. Like, so. like Pirates of the Caribbean. I, you, you can't totally skip, different. you cannot yeah. skip that here. Cannot. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that is familiar. Um, maybe Star Tours, skip Star Tours. Those are exactly the same. Yep. Yep. Skip that. All right. <laughs> there All you right. go. But I think we will do an upcoming podcast on just specifically Disneyland for the Walt Disney World veteran, you know. Yes, with, and we'll with, keep this in mind. We'll try to answer as many of your questions, and we'll try to do yeah. it before March. Yeah, but actually, I don't know the answer. Max Pass is just rides, right? You can't Max Pass right. shows? Right. Right, and also okay. not every yeah. ride has Max Pass. Okay, that's what I thought. But all of a sudden, I had a moment of, wait, you can't, can you Max Pass shows? I don't remember. Okay. All right, see, we learned stuff, too. All right, and last we made it, guys. I, I knew it. I knew we would do it. <laughs> Last question. We cheated a little bit because we didn't answer every single question <laughs> in every single email, but we got pretty close. Um, all right. So last up, this is from Allison. Hi, Sarah, Charlotte, and Heather. I so enjoy listening to your podcast. I was a Passport of Moms listener, and I was thrilled to hear that I wouldn't have to live without my Disney fix each week. Thanks for continuing to bring the magic. My question for you is about Christmas at the Disney World Resorts. My family will be visiting Disney in early to mid-November 2020. Would really like to visit the resorts to see the holiday decor. Do you know when the resorts start decorating? I know the parks decorate right after Halloween, but I wasn't sure if it's the same for resorts. I'm hopeful we'll be able to see some of the Disney decorations as it would make for an extra festive visit. Thanks in advance for your expertise. Allison, I was just there this past mid-November, so I can tell you (laughs) that um, 
when I, ch I checked into the Boardwalk Villas on November 13th, I walked into the lobby and it was slightly decorated. They had, you know, some of the swags up and I think like, I don't even think the Christmas tree was up then. Um, I went to sleep on November 15th and woke up on the 16th and all of a sudden there was a gingerbread boardwalk, the tree was up everything so like it's literally mid-november um and i would say it would continue at all of the resorts throughout that week yeah yeah one thing that was really cool was we came back from the parks um one night and they were they had constructed the boardwalk gingerbread thing and they were decorating it as the like, night progressed. Yeah, so as we, we walked in. So we, we actually got to talk to the, like, the pastry chefs. Uh -huh, and how yeah. long is this going to take you? How long are you going to be here? And so we got Very to cool. watch them decorate, went to sleep, woke up the next morning, and then all of the little characters were in. And uh -huh. like, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, one of my favorite memories is staying at the beach club at that time of year and watching them put the, the carousel together. It's just yeah. it's so much fun to see. I mean, there is something to sort of waking up and having it be all done, but there's also magic in, in watching it happen, Yeah, right? Yeah. So, and if yeah. we hadn't come in right at that time, we wouldn't have seen it. You know, if we had yep. come in 20 minutes earlier, they probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have had it out at all. Yep. So, um, yeah, so it's so for a lot of people, they did just get to magically see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say um, go after the 15th of November and you'll be you'll mm -hmm. be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's not as overnight as the parks, like because the or, or Magic Kingdom anyway, because Magic Kingdom has to be completely done in order for the Christmas parties to take place. Okay. It's and a little more gradual at the other parks. For Epcot, it has to be finished for Festival of the Holidays, which starts right after Thanksgiving. So it's slightly staggered time I frame. I was going to say Epcot wasn't decorated at all when we were there because they are. That is the end of Food and Wine Festival. Right. So right. you will see zero decorations of any kind at Epcot until food and after wine Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they start to go up as soon as food and wine ends, then the, it, the holiday stuff starts to sort of pop up and it's done for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We did it. Yay. Good questions, everybody. I like yeah. these. Very good questions. So we love doing listener Q&A. Um, we don't have another one planned right now, but as questions come in, we hang on to them. And you know, as soon as we have enough to do another podcast, we will do so. So how do you get us your questions? You email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com, or you can uh, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, it's a variety of different ways um, that you can reach us. So uh next week we are going to be talking about we just had an idea and now i don't remember what it was oh we've got a couple girls of potential trip. topics coming up girls trip yes so our friend melissa actually suggested this and she is a genius i was threatening to do the podcast in my pajamas um because an hour ago i did not look like this <laughs> and melissa was like that's a great idea actually why don't you do a pajama party and talk about planning a girl's trip to Disney World or Disneyland or you know, just any Disney girl's trip. So that's what we're going to do. So I think we're going to do it next week. You guys want to do it next week? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So next week is our Disney Park Princess pajama party. We invite you to wear your pajamas while you are listening to us or watching us on YouTube. Um, and if you have any questions about planning a girl's trip, feel free to email us with those. And then after that, we will do the Disneyland planning episode for Walt Disney World veterans, talking about Max Pass and the differences in the attractions and what you need to see and do, and do you have to do rope drop and all of those great questions. So those will be our next couple of episodes. Coming up on our Patreon Extra is going to be our favorite Super Bowl commercials, Heather's and my favorite Super Bowl commercials. Charlotte um, will just sit there and look pretty. Charlotte will just sit there and look cute and probably have an opinion anyway. Uh, um, but that's that. I always do. I always do. <laughs> Uh, so make sure that you are following us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. You can request to join the Facebook group and we have all kinds of fun in there. Follow us on Pinterest and on Instagram. Um, both uh, Pinterest is pinterest.com slash Disney Park Princess. Instagram is instagram.com slash Diz Park Princess. Um, so you can find us on both. And of course, you can always visit our website, www.disneyparkprincess.com. We are super excited because January was one of our biggest months 
ever on our blog. And when you go to our blog, that actually really helps us because uh, you get to see our ads. And that's one of the ways that we sort of make money and get paid and pay our bills and keep the lights on and all of that good stuff. So visiting our website and actually just doing nothing other than clicking around and visiting us actually really helps us. So we appreciate uh, your support in all of the things that we do. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.